0: Hello. Hello. Oh, hi. Pre-drink. Yes.
1: What did you make?
0: I made some tea. Ooh. And lemon ginger. I have Coke. Mm. <laughs> not sponsored. Yeah, not not sponsored.
1: <laughs> um, how are you?
0: I'm good.
1: It is Super Bowl Sunday. It is Super Bowl. It Sunday. is halftime of the Super Bowl <laughs> right now. We are
0: missing the halftime <laughs> show. <laughs> yes. Well, no, we can cool. rewatch it later. It's fine. And stuff. Yeah.
1: Yeah, probably watch SNL tonight or something, too. Yeah. I have D&D
0: uh, in an hour and a half.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I thought you probably weren't listening to me when I said TV yesterday. No. <laughs> yeah. Okay, well, maybe I'll go play. That's why I was like, we should record now during the halftime as opposed to at night.
0: Maybe I'll go play Wizards of Unite by myself.
1: Well, yeah, you could. <laughs> uh, yeah, we had to delay last week because I was uh, quite sick. We didn't play Sunday, but then we were going to play through the week, and I was very sick it was the worst
0: yeah so this time brilliant week two hopefully you'll finish that Mm-hmm. because now we have adventure sync in the game
1: though we did have an excellent uh i was talking about D by oh, the way sorry <laughs> but also was <Wizard laughs> it i also Wizard missed GTA. that yeah, yes yeah. i did and uh um but we did play friday night had an excellent run of dark <laughs> detectors with our friend rich yes uh, he put down 18 <laughs> very generously, <laughs> and we just, uh, the last six, so we have two inns mm-hmm. that we're at, right? And pro- If you've watched live streams or some of the uh, the vlogs, we're usually in that place, but there's a place we sit, and we're at two inns, and we put three dark detectors each, and yeah, the last one, we were going to leave,
0: <laughs>
1: and then he, he was like, oh, do you want to do one more? Was,
0: yeah. Sure. Yeah. Yeah, because I was going back and forth between fungus. fortresses and the inns. Yes, you were. Because I was trying to finish Wild Boar, mm-hmm. which I did.
1: Which you did. Yes. But so during,
0: did. I was in a battle, and all of a sudden he goes, Oh, it's Picket. Yeah. <laughs> which, uh, if you haven't tuned into us at all, Picket is the thing that we talk about it the most. It's the
1: second Picket we had ever encountered not yeah. at FanFest. Yeah. Yep. In seven months. And I glanced over at
0: the screen. I saw the bubble and I was like, oh my God, I have to get out of this battle right now. But it gets better. (laughs) Yeah.
1: Because then Dumbledore came. Yeah. Because then we were talking about how Dumbledore is the only other one (laughs) that we almost never see Uh and then another
0: picket came and we all
1: three of us got all three
0: also a time turner so we had two and two swooping eagles it was out of
1: control if you're tuning in and you don't care about wizards unite (laughs) sorry just know yes (laughs) just know it was very exciting half hour it was a very exciting half an hour but otherwise i think the week yeah i was just down for the count really like Mm -hmm. i was just uh, completely down i started to get started not feel great on tuesday night woke up Wednesday and I was just like, oh man! Mm-hmm. I had a call with my with my boss for work and I could my throat. You know how you get the throat yeah, yeah. And like tightens. She's like, whoa, you sound <laughs> weird. I <was> like, yeah, <laughs> thanks. i <I'm No. laughs> sick my throat is swollen, but uh-huh. now I'm better. I'm much better
0: that's great yeah also the series season yeah series finale of the good place which series finale of the one good, of good place our favorite shows we of all love time it.
1: we are strongly considering doing special maybe episodes. an episode or yeah. two about the good place because we love it that much and today i just watched on youtube the first episode of star trek picard mm. which is i love you know a lot of star trek but especially picard he's my favorite character well data is my favorite character but yeah he is also in it so (laughs) that is exciting without any spoilers um so yeah a lot of exciting things going on it's february it is february yeah Yeah. yes january went fast very fast
0: yeah can i show off the mug
1: yeah i think i drank out of it in the one of the previous well i just
0: pointed it out because we have our magical theory podcast line and we also have other things like i think i wore this in the last episode <laughs> Oh, okay yeah that's
1: what i was saying to you i was like yeah it's a little cold and this is super comfortable so i'm wearing it again. no it's really sad
0: but i'm bringing it up because the promo code for 10 off the wizard phd merch 12 days you can right? have it until yeah until 14th. february the 14th so use that love promo room. code love room to get 10 off Links Winston is trying to go under the couch room. again this oh. is what he
1: does when he wants attention he he hides
0: he yeah he's fine i can
1: just see his tail oh no it's gone now okay
0: all right we should get into the episode yeah one's ready one's <laughs> ready
1: okay turn to page 24 the Burrow. today's lesson is called a life unlived oh. yeah <laughs> yeah sadness uh-huh. uh synopsis to start us so the chapter begins with harry face to face with his friend ron weasley after his father reported that Harry had no- had a notice for underage magic, Ron and his brothers, Fred and George, had apparently flown a car mm. in order to free Harry. Mm. They barely escape Uncle Vernon's desperate attempts to stop Harry from leaving. During the flight back to the borough, Harry recounts his conversation with Dobby and suspects maybe that the Malfoys sent Dobby to mess with him. When they all get to the Burrow mrs molly weasley berates her sons over their recklessness but softens the more she learns of harry's rough summer the boys set about their chore of denoming the garden i love that scene <laughs> and eventually mr arthur weasley returns from his work at the ministry of magic and becomes the newest target of mrs weasley's ire after a wild night and morning harry goes up to ron's room and settles down i didn't mention Ginny. It's Even okay. though I love Ginny,
0: it's fine.
1: But she's just a little, she's a little child at this right point. Now. <laughs> she's, she's, she's just a stalker in the corner. <laughs> she's absolutely something. What did you think of the chapter?
0: Um, I really like this chapter. And um, I mean, it's the burrow. So this is the first time that we're going there. But it, to me, really puts us back into this magical world again. Mm-hmm. It's like every everything is like sparkly and new. And Harry's just like in awe. And I mean, okay, there's a lot of things. So there's like a little like tiny notes. So first of all, um, the flying car situation. <laughs> going back to our last episode, see, I told you so. Like, okay, the Weasley, they're like, they know that they can get away with like using this flying car because mm-hmm. they didn't enchant it. Mm-hmm. Again, questioning like, all right, who was going to be targeted with this law? Yep. People who aren't from magical families or have like other of age witches and wizards who
1: you're talking about the trace the trace sorry Mm -hmm. the
0: trace yeah so that i was just like oh my gosh these kids so i mean but going back to the conversation at large like it's interesting to consider uh lawmaking in general not just the trace but like who makes laws and uh or whose responsibility is it to govern things in the society whether it's by law or like oh we'll just leave it to the family and that's mm-hmm. sort of like the idea that we take care of each other and particularly the oh adults take care of children mm-hmm. and that's sort of we've had conversations before about paternalism and just like the like who who is it that gets to decide these things and right. what are those things Definitely. I don't know what That's about the about that. <laughs> our first this is
1: our first sighting of a magical marriage uh-huh what did you think about that with the uh, arthur and molly
0: i mean they're pretty normal <laughs> yeah yeah
1: it reminds me of the, our earlier episode mm-hmm. title mm-hmm. of like uh magical theory muggle problems like yeah the way they the way they interact the way like fred and george you know rip on Molly for like having a crush on Gilderoy Lockhart and like they're they're yelling and there's like the good cop, bad cop kind of feel. And then like, it just is really fun. Like who the disciplinarian is meant to be is Molly. And like, right. she doesn't necessarily want to be, it yeah. feels like to me. That's why she's like, come on, Arthur, like yeah. step up here.
0: Well, I love how Arthur <laughs> works for the ministry and like he, he works in this department with muggle art. Like he's obsessed with muggle things and then is also the person that's like, oh, let me just keep these magical objects. You wrote and
1: the loophole. You into wrote the, the loophole line. in
0: and it's like, of course you did. Well, if you didn't
1: have any intention of using it. You know, you just wanted to see that you could do <laughs> but it. But
0: that's the interesting thing about these characters, too, is that there's this complexity to it. It's like, oh, well, I'm not really hurting anyone. Right. But you can easily see how something that is harmless or not intended to be something that could cause harm could cause harm in certain situations so or with different motives or motivations for like power or whatever whatever it is and it comes
1: back around right i mean like they flew it this time and then they try to fly it later get problems yeah it's i just love it that's why i titled it this is one of the chapters really with the dobby chapter before it there are like certain chapters that really stick in my mind that like, mm. I, I don't know that if I've just like imagined them mm. and then I've seen the movies, but they're like really impactful to me. There are certain quotes, like Harry's at the end where he says to Ron, like this is the best house I've ever been in. Yes. Like it's just is such a great yeah. way of encapsulating what Harry is experiencing and what Ron is experiencing at the same time where Ron is like kind of almost embarrassed. He's like, this my room is even smaller than the one you had with your aunt and uncle who like yeah. hate you. Yeah, uh, I, I don't know. It's just one of the chapters and one of the one of the scenes that really really sticks with me. I don't yeah. know why.
0: I love Harry and Ron's friendship. Like we see glimpses of it in the first book, but mm-hmm. we're reminded again in this chapter that um yeah, R- Ron is apologizing for not having as much. And right. what is so great is that in Harry's perspective Ron has so much because it's mm-hmm. like everything he has ever wanted right. like he loves the like the messiness the quirkiness of everything like commenting oh the Dursleys would hate this garden and like right. just how out of place everything is like the quirky is probably how I would describe everything about the burrow and ultimately like a family that is full of love like right. that's that is everything that harry basically you know yearns for at least the way that we understand his character and uh so it kind of puts a different perspective on like of course like it's not about what you have it's there's other things right yeah.
1: yeah absolutely what went through my mind as you were talking was i wonder if if harry's parents were alive through his childhood through not to now would he be friends with ron Mm -hmm. i think it's really interesting to think about right because it feels like as far as the potter family is concerned with what we know just from like gringotts and then like way later in the stories we learn that they have a very long lineage of like powerful wizards um you know that the potters as far as like wizarding economics and power go are probably closer to like how Harry was imagining Malfoy. Mm -hmm. But because of what Harry has gone through and what happened to his parents, like he's, he is in, He loves like what Ron has because Mm -hmm. it's exactly what he wishes that he has. The coziness, the like crowdedness, the chaos. He talks about the garden, right? I love that scene where he's like, this is exactly what a garden should be like. It's like a little chaotic. There's a plant, there's a pond, there's frogs, there's trees growing everywhere. There's weeds growing everywhere. Yeah, it just is, as opposed to like the way he imagines Malfoy Manor,
0: Mm -hmm.
1: probably pretty accurately (laughs) as it turns out as being like a pretty stuffy place probably with the house elf and
0: mm-hmm. yeah well even with contrast in the dursleys it's like mm. the weasleys who they are they are who they are and mm. it's not like they're trying to put a front that's this we're trying we're trying to show that we are perfect and that's basically the dursleys to me As they put up this facade and like try to have this perfect life this normal life this perfectly normal life right. and the weasleys are just the completely opposite of that and It, um, yeah, it's, I don't know. I just loved. They really
1: are. They really are. I mean, I, I wonder for JK Rowling, like how much time went into crafting the Weasley family because it feels like each, like there's just some really clever decisions. I feel like to have two of them out of the house, two of the the sons, to have only one daughter, to have Ron be the youngest Mm. son, to Mm -hmm. have the twins, to have Percy be who Percy is and becomes like. To show that, like, even within one family, like, we get that sense because there's always these discussions as we go through the stories of, like, well, they're related to someone evil, so yeah, are they themselves right. evil? And Wizard right. Unite has the same conversations yeah. as well. My parents, you know, parents were Death Eaters. So, you know, does that make them evil? Yeah. And you put one family, in one family, like, a diversity of mm-hmm. how, how to act. And ways of being here. Yeah. And I just really love that. I love the twins. Man, <laughs> I love the twins. I've always thought to myself about, it's really hard, I think, to write funny. And I think I said this mm. in previous episode in book one. And but She manages it. It's mm-hmm. subtle. It's it's minor. Yeah. But like, it, she writes funny for the two of them. It's really great. Mm-hmm. It's super hard to do. I have no idea how to do it. <laughs> so maybe it's easy for other people but it's not easy for me
0: um so i have some quotes also yeah, yeah. so one quote i mean I, I have i had multiple quotes and i was like okay calm down pick, <laughs> pick something um so in the when they're trying to break harry out of uh the house and yeah. uh he's like oh my trunk all <clears throat> my things it's downstairs and they just like go and like start picking the lock
1: mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> and um I don't so I didn't write down. Oh no, I did write down. Fred says this. A lot of wizards think it's a waste of time knowing this sort of muggle trick. But we feel their skills worth learning even if they are a bit slow. And it was interesting because I had I had kind of a conflicted moment because I was like, Yeah, sure, that's admirable. But I also know the flip side of it of like forcing Kids to learn things that Mm -hmm. are kind of like, well, what's the use of this? So there is definitely because I mean, as someone who loves learning, like there is something about Yeah, (laughs) there is something or doing anything like without technology (laughs) Or pretending it doesn't exist. I mean, there are I think that there is value in learning things that that aren't Quote-unquote useful Mm. or like that you need Mm. to use right away um Just, I mean, I don't know. I'm, the the older I get, and the more that I teach, the more that I'm kind of like, I don't feel that I have the right to police other people's, what they want to know or what Mm -hmm. they want to learn. Mm -hmm. And it gets complicated, of course, because we build structures and like tell people this is what you should know. You're an expert in this,
1: so if you're not going to decide who's going to decide, it's free for all, you know?
0: Yeah, it's just a, it's, I don't know. It's...
1: Yes, but a totally... I mean, I feel like that it's another example of Fred and George being really interesting characters. I've, I think when we meet her, Fred and George are akin to Luna in some mm. ways. Like they have a tenacity for learning that is outside mm-hmm. of what Hogwarts is about and yeah. what maybe their, fam- well, maybe not Luna's family, but what maybe Mr. and Mrs. Weasley would maybe, maybe, I'm probably wrong on this, like how they judge Fred and George or you know i mean mrs weasley brought up like you you could be a little bit more like percy you could yeah. use it, you know being a little bit more like <laughs> percy but there's a freedom to it there's a freedom to fred and george there's a relief to me every time they're on the page mm-hmm. like there's a relief to it they they're not burdened or bound by the same things that even ron and harry feel burdened and bound by they're just like yeah you know i mean i don't remember if it actually gets stated in the chapter but almost certainly it's fred and george's idea right Ron's probably like, we need to go Mm -hmm. save him. How are we going to do it? And they're like, let's take the car. (laughs) Like, because put it this way, I bet Ron didn't even know it was enchanted, but Fred and George would have tinkered around with it, would have, you know, gone in there alone and pressed all the buttons and actually been curious, right? They, they learned how to lockpick by hand without magic. Yeah. So they probably knew how to drive the car. Obviously they did. Mm -hmm. And it's a stick shift (laughs) as far as I know. (laughs) So yeah. Good on them.
0: Yeah. They're great. They're great characters, yeah. I mean, yeah, it is that not feeling inhibited by, like, they are who they are. And it's not that they're, I don't know. Yeah, free, I think, is the freedom that you're speaking to, I think, really captures them as people.
1: There seems to me to be only one person that they actually care about how the person views them, and that is their mother. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm -hmm. I mean, they'll still give her, they still have an interesting relationship with each other but like I don't think they care about what any of their teachers think about Mm -hmm. them I don't think they care about what like their peers really think about them I think they're so certain in their own um, abilities to be creative and and I think she really fleshes that out she plays it out so nicely by the Mm -hmm. sixth book to like see who these twins really are and their visions for themselves and it's really great
0: well, it's interesting also to think about within the context of the family also, although we don't really know the only character. Well, I guess we did meet Charlie like briefly, but we don't really know the older brothers at this point in no. terms of like who they are within this family structure. But we know a bit about Percy being a prefect and just I don't being know super if we interested. met
1: Charlie. I think it was his friends.
0: OK, so we heard I mean, about ch- in, the only thing we heard about writing, was that Charlie. W- he
1: wrote to Ron.
0: Does things with dragons. Right. So that's, right. that's about it. But it's interesting to think about that also. So you have Bill, Charlie, Percy. And Mm -hmm. so you had the Weasley family with those. I mean, if you think about there, there are times when you have like different sizes of the family, right? And then Mm -hmm. Fred and George come in. And so I wonder if part of it is like, I don't know, they bring by the time this... they were at the
1: fourth and fifth kid and they were twins
0: <laughs> well no just Their that them, like... them themselves like recognizing because everyone has like full agency as a person so like mm-hmm. being like oh we'll play the playful like mm-hmm. or we'll play it up because we'll it's it, like yeah because right. Molly is <clears throat> yes stressed <clears throat> AF and just doing all this stuff and you, they're like hey mom you know <laughs> like <laughs> I could, this out. I could definitely see that as being a dynamic and yeah me too know.
1: that makes me smile yeah I think they probably were like that. I think they are aware of who they are.
0: Yeah.
1: Yeah. There's a choice. There's a choice to it. But I was just thinking about how, cause they are, they're like weirdly, they're secondary characters, Mm -hmm. but they're like weirdly important Mm. as we go on. Like in each book, they have like something really tangible to offer. Like they are the ones who carry Harry's uh, thing in book one, his trunk, yeah, onto the train yep. and, and introduce him. They are the ones who fly the car. They are the ones who will have the Marauder's Map. Mm-hmm. They are the ones who will do gambling in the fourth yeah. one. They are the ones who, uh, uh, in the fifth one, they, you know, rebel pretty hard against Umbridge. And then the sixth one, they open the store and all this. And it's just, yeah, it's really great. And like I love it in the fifth one when we get there, like all their their creativity really starts to come out. And then like I don't know if it's in the book or just the movie where they talk about how like I always thought our pursuits lay out the outside of the field of academia. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, yeah we'll get there later. They're awesome.
0: Um, another thing that I wrote down was this sentence just made me laugh a lot. Malfoy made Dudley Dursley look like a kind, thoughtful, and sensitive boy. <laughs> boy. <laughs> Because that really, really shows you what Harry thinks of Draco mm-hmm. Malfoy. Like, as m- we have interacted, I mean, with Malfoy a little bit, but way more with Dursley in all of these, like, terrible contexts. And we don't like, Dur- I don't like Dudley Dursley. <laughs> yeah. And so uh, to put that as, I mean, just to try to imagine Dudley being seen as a kind, thoughtful, and sensitive boy was hilarious. To I me. think,
1: you know, I think part of it is that Harry has friends now and Malfoy picks on his friends. And mm-hmm. I think that feels different than being picked on yourself sometimes. Mm-hmm. You know, Harry maybe feels like more protective of them than he does of himself yeah. when it comes to the emotional side of it. Yeah. Because like Malfoy picks on Neville, mm-hmm. makes fun of Ron for being poor, makes fun of Hermione a lot in this book. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah.
1: I forgot that line. That's intense.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: That is an intense, intense assessment of who <laughs> I know. Draco is. Yeah. <laughs> oh
0: my goodness. Because <laughs> it's
1: interesting in book one. I mean, they don't interact that much. No, there's they don't. like the introduction, then there's the, Madame, the, the The robes, then the introduction at Hogwarts before the sorting, and then like the Remembral. And then like basically in the forest is the next thing, right? Yeah. Yeah. But then it, he. He comes up a bit more in this this book as mm-hmm. we move on. I forgot that Lockhart came up already. That's kind yeah. of funny. Corrects me. Up.
0: <laughs> oh, Lockhart. Uh, What else? So. Oh, yeah. So I was trying to make some Wizards Unite connections or like pick up on it because I don't know. Maybe because there's. I don't. I haven't been keeping a track during book one, but there seems to be a lot already in Chamber of Secrets of the foundables that currently exist in the game, mm. or things like that. Fort Anglia. Yeah. So the flying car. Um, no Dobby. No Dobby yet. Maybe. Probably. Yeah. He's got to come. He's got to come. It's but in character. the artwork for when it's a foggy time during the day, foggy weather during the day, mm-hmm. it's the flying car, mm-hmm. which I think is funny because. Uh, they're like, Mom, it was cloudy. <laughs> no one was going to see us. <laughs> the flying <car. laughs> know, right? Yeah. Um, there was also this like throwaway kind of line that Arthur says. So he had a long day mm. at work. And so they were raiding. And I think he said something mm. like there were nine raids. I don't know. Mm-hmm. And that not all of the things that they found their department, his department was dealing with. So one thing. Example was some extremely odd ferrets that were sent to mm-hmm. the Committee on Experimental Charms And mm-hmm. it made me think of the Slyther- Slytherin girl, who I think is the only ferret But
1: that's right. Yeah. Yes. Okay. <laughs> wow. Yes. Wow. Good one. I don't know. Yeah, totally
0: mm. And then of course we had Chudley Cannons as Ron mm-hmm. Weasley's favorite mm-hmm. team, Ninth in the league. <laughs> which yeah, yeah, I love it because it I love that Ron loves the Chudley Cannons mm-hmm. because it's basically like, oh, they were good, and then I don't know, they're kind of mm-hmm. like they're not. I mean, you probably have experience with them I'm from Buffalo, the yes. Buffalo Bills and the Sabers. <laughs> the pretty brutal. Uh, but he still stands by them, and he's he's obsessed with them. Like his whole room was just orange, which I also thought was funny. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and then also in Ron's room, we have a copy of or stacks of. Uh, what we find out are comics or books. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Adventures of Martin Miggs, The Mad Muggle, mm-hmm. which apparently is a comic book series published by LCA Comics since the 60s. That's all the mm-hmm. information I could find. Also the gnomes. The gnomes. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: They're oddities, right? Yeah. Or, or no, they're no, not they're oddities. They're, they're compoundables. right? right? Yeah. Yeah, they're in a lot.
0: And Yeah, I think there could be a whole page for the Burrow. Definitely, (laughs) definitely, yeah. Because we're going to find out more of, like, more things that exist there that are super magical. Yes. And then the last quote that I wrote was about Arthur. Um, So one of the items that they confiscated were... So basically what he does is he goes after... You're not supposed to put any enchantments on muggle objects. Right. And so that's his department and so he found some shrinking keys and so he was talking about how hard it is to actually get people for this and says no muggle would admit their key keeps shrinking they'll insist they keep losing it bless them they'll go to any lengths to ignore magic even if it's staring them in the face Mm -hmm. (laughs) which i find funny because it's i mean the whole series is about magic it's it's about I mean, we are in Harry's position with a sense of wonder. Mm-hmm. And it is also kind of metaphorical of like, absolutely. let the magic into your heart. And hearts. the things that yeah. are right in front of you yeah. that you
1: don't notice. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. It's not magic in this, the sense necessarily that, wow, she's talking about it. Right, but, right. Or like in the book, but yeah, yeah. totally, totally, yeah, totally agree. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I love that. I actually thought about that particular scene a little bit too.
0: Mm-hmm
1: just is very cleverly written it's such a great way to like introduce a character and the idea of a wizarding profession and like what are some of the things that like day-to-day yeah. wizard might do you know <laughs> i don't know you know they're worried about safety you know mm-hmm. problems solving problems yeah awesome so I believe the next chapter is in Diagon Alley. I believe. Mm-hmm. I saw the title "Flourish and Blots." Right?
0: Did you want to say anything else about the title you chose, or did we? <laughs> oh, a life of... unlived.
1: No, I mean we talked about it, so we we did it. So oh. I, I, it's basically to me the experience that Harry is having. Yeah. And I always appreciated Harry a lot for not being. He's not jealous. It doesn't seem like mm. like maybe there's. It's tinged by jealousy, but he doesn't exhibit jealousy. He exhibits curiosity and wonder and kind of excitement much, much more. Mm -hmm. Rather than being like, oh, you know, I'm jealous of Ron. It's more like, "Yeah, this is awesome.
0: (laughs) Thank you for
1: inviting me into your home.
0: Yeah, it's really interesting because... (laughs) I don't know. I feel like if I were Harry at this point, I would be resentful. Right. Of like, or I have could have had... Emptiness. I could have had something right. different a for... A life- fun Yeah. <laughs> yes. For 11 years of exactly. my life right. or 10 years of my life, whatever. And this could have been it. Yeah. And he doesn't like linger on that or right. hold he on to that. He just loves it. He yeah. just is like super into it. Mm-hmm. I always
1: appreciated that about him. He he doesn't... He is not... He's certainly affected in his day-to-day actions by what has happened to him, but it doesn't affect him too often. I'm trying to even think of, like, is there a time where he's really, like, jealous of somebody? I don't know. You know, not, like, the true, like, seeing green envy, I feel like. It's Mm -hmm. more like, oh, man, I'm so jealous of you. Like, oh, this is awesome. So jealous, you know, that you know all this, that you, like, lived like this, Mm. you know, to have siblings and chaos mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. a garden and gnomes you know i mean he loves it. i love the, the the uh this is a great chapter my gosh what, but the i always love that the he like tries to treat the first gnome nice and it bites him
0: yeah well because <laughs> it was then like he quickly learns not like, to you're throwing <laughs> him yeah, what are you doing yeah. and then he's just like oh god i, I get it you know, yeah okay I <laughs> goodbye see what you're talking about. yeah
1: <laughs> so funny yeah it's a good chapter mm-hmm we're really moving along i mean it, it does feel great to be back in the wizarding world and to like not go in the same route is really fun right. it's not hagrid it's ron yeah it's yeah the burrow yeah
0: mm-hmm.
1: and we met arthur and well we mm. saw Ginny already before but no yeah.
0: oh, jenny coming soon <laughs> Yep. okay all right until next time until next time
1: Juan's ready